You're tuned to the Texas Standard. I'm David Brown. Fifty years ago today, a protest of thousands of students in Mexico City ended with military tanks on the streets and hundreds dead. Now, for the first time since the massacre, the Mexican government itself is acknowledging its role on that October 2nd, 1968, ordering the killings of student protesters, with a government official now calling it, quote, a crime of the state. That acknowledgement is by no means an apology, but as the Texas Standards' Joy Diaz reports, it may help survivors with healing. There's a phrase, a kind of mantra, René Ortiz Muñiz knows well because it's been whispered by survivors of the student massacre since 1968. We will never forget October 2nd. It's our fight, it's our struggle. But half a century has gone by, and during all those years, those whispers have never led to an open conversation about the killings. In 1968, Yolanda Gil Baeza was just 17. Now she's 67, and she says her friends who protested are now either getting up in years or have already passed away. The people in government at the time were even older. Most of them are also gone. That's why Gil Baeza says it's insulting that it took so long for the government to get this conversation started. It's a shame because after 50 years, you can't punish anyone. So this is where things are now. But what was then? What led to the killings? 1968, as you may know, and as René Ortiz Muñiz remembers, was a year of drastic changes and unrest. Yes, that's true. There was the war in Vietnam, marches, protests, the hippie movement, Bob Dylan, the Black Panthers, the adoption of Asian religions. There was also unrest in Paris, in Argentina, and in Japan. In the U.S., Americans experienced the assassinations of Martin Luther King Jr. and Bobby Kennedy. In Mexico, Yolanda Gil Baeza remembers the excitement about the Olympic Games that were about to start on October 12th. But she also remembers anxiety on the part of government officials. If I were to tell you how the unrest started, Gil Baeza told me, you wouldn't believe it. She says that a couple of months before the Olympics, there was a fight at a high school in Mexico City. Apparently, the fight was over a football game. Teachers intervened to no avail, and the police got involved. When police came in, things escalated because, at the time, the Mexican government was jumpy, keenly aware that the eyes of the world were on it because of the upcoming Olympic Games. Mexican officials knew the FBI was reporting back almost daily to Washington. One concern for J. Edgar Hoover's FBI was Mexico's friendly relationship with Cuba. The FBI feared Mexican students were embracing communist ideas. Remember, Che Guevara had just recently been killed in Bolivia. So when police in Mexico City couldn't stop the high school fight, the military stepped in. That resulted in the deaths of some students and the arrest of others. Soon after, students started protesting the government's heavy hand. Thousands joined in, and in a matter of weeks, there was a full-fledged movement. Every protest was met with government aggression. Gil Baeza says the students crafted a list of demands. Primero, libertad a todos los presos políticos. Freedom to political prisoners. Abolition of Article 145 of the Federal Penal Code. 
abolition of all paramilitary groups, removal of the top three police chiefs, compensation to the families of those killed or injured, and the firing of the government officials responsible for the killings. A march had been planned for the evening of October 2nd. It was meant to be a peaceful demonstration. Reporters from all over the world were in Mexico ahead of the Olympics, and students knew they were reporting on their movement. They chose a super posh neighborhood for the rally. Tlatelolco was a community of high rises where artists and intellectuals lived. In the middle of the neighborhood was a massive open area. That's where students gathered, unaware that military tanks and soldiers were surrounding them on the ground and that military snipers sat on the buildings. Reports say a helicopter dropped flares and that was the signal to start the killings. When the shooting stopped, Hundreds were dead, and 19-year-old René Ortiz Muñiz and at least 1,000 others were arrested. The soldiers grabbed me by the hair and they cut it off with their bayonets, just to show their power, just to show me that I was nothing, and that they could do with me whatever they wanted. Students were tortured, others killed while in custody. Gil Baeza can't forget one image in particular, the bodies of eight girls who were about to be part of the Olympic welcoming committee. She says they looked like broken dolls in their uniforms covered in blood. Ortiz Muñiz is about to turn 70. He's aging, but he's never forgotten. Now he's an advisor to newly elected Mexican President Andrés Manuel López Obrador. That's in part why AMLO's new government has vowed to create a commission for reconciliation. Calling the 1968 killings a crime of the state may be a first step towards that reconciliation. I'm Joy Diaz for The Texas Standard. <laughs> 